Tires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made-up names. Then I am Spider-Man. You know who I am? I'm Fox Mulder. I was fighting the power and breaking conspiracies before you saw your first chemtrail, you punks. I'm Fox freaking Mulder, you punks. I'm Fox Mulder. Fox Mulder. My knees are It sounds like you're just talking about poop. What? No, I rarely poop. It's been a month. All right, cool, cool. Super oh, sweet. You know, what I, you know what I was just thinking of uh, right before we uh, started doing this was, um, I was you had told me that you had watched that like compilation video of uh, impractical jokers punishments, and I was thinking about uh, the one that makes me. Probably the most uncomfortable out of anything I've ever seen on that show because I don't I, I don't really have you know the thing where I get it sometimes I do but I don't like have it real bad where I get embarrassed for other people but the one where Sal has to go into the bingo hall and keep yelling bingo even oh yeah he doesn't have a bingo oh god that makes me my the one that makes me feel uncomfortable is it's in one of the later seasons is a uh, Q's a doorman for a band. And he's collecting $5 from everyone as they enter. But what Q doesn't know is that it's a free show. So then oh, no. <laughs> after everyone's in, the the main the, one of the guys who's like a comedian gets on stage and is like, Hey, I don't know what's going on, but I hear someone's taking uh, is charging $5 and this is a free show and you should get your money back. So the rest of the punishment is Q like with a bag of quarters. Uh, <laughs> That they that he get, that he's given and giving people their money back and it's so uncomfortable to watch. The other one, uh, did you see the one where Q has to teach the mommy and me art class? And oh he has to yeah. Go around and tell all the children that their painting is terrible, and then he has to. The only way for it to end is for him to put a big red X through the little girl's painting. Yeah, or the or the or the one where Sal is um, he's um like a judge at like a kid's talent show but every time the kid comes on he has to like ridicule them <laughs> yes oh man yeah all right let's start the show the, the yeah proper way since we've been just here bullshitting and uh, obviously you are listening to two bro geeks i'm matt i'm justin and i didn't do a lot of geeky stuff it's slow man it's, it's slow, slow. comic-con's in a couple weeks so everything's kind of at a slow slug pace. Mm-hmm. The one thing that definitely did happen, and it happened just today, and I don't even know if you've seen it yet. I might have. I might have actually have to send this to you. There were statues released of the upcoming Aquaman movie that gave. I saw them. Ah, uh, the black mana costume looks so cool. I'm so st- like, 
I gotta retweet them yeah. and Instagram them and stuff. I haven't had time today. I was balls to the wall at work, but I did happen to see them because of uh, a notification I got on my phone. So. I do find it funny uh, that a bunch of news sources are putting out that WB and D- DC are now focusing on single films versus uh, group films. I'm like, well, no shit, Sherlock. Like, yeah, not news. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, they already said that part quite yeah. a while ago. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's funny when I find stuff. But then, um, I don't know where this came from, but I I wanted to mention it. I mentioned it on our Insta on our Twitter. But I was like, there was like this whole news thing going around where it's like it's like it has been it has been um proven false that Doctor Strange will not have a cameo in Spider Man Two, and I'm like, that was that was a rumor. Was that a thing? I didn't hear any of that. One of my new favorite ones to uh, one of my favorite accounts now. <clears throat> oh crap! I can't remember. Shit! I can't remember the name of it. I gotta find it real quick. It, basically, their whole thing on Twitter is they take clickbait headlines and just write you a summary of whether or not the headline is true. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen those. Hang on. <clears throat> Where they take one. Of I don't the know. There's a. Like, I mean. Um, there's probably more than one, but I'm thinking of one in particular. Hang on, I can I know I can find it, but basically it's like, does so and so have such and such a part? And it's like the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I mean, there's some new stuff that I've been reading. Um, like I don't know if we talked about this last time. Um, but they, apparently Sony's announced they're doing a Morbius the Living Vampire film with Jared Leto as Morbius. Yeah, that's been going on for a bit, yeah. Well, I knew, I knew the Morbius film was gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just, like, out of the blue, it was like, Jared Leto's Morbius, and I'm like, and you lost me. Mm, Yeah, Morbius is one of those characters I was never, um super fond of anyway. if well I, i'm fine with them doing a morbius film since sony's making all these efforts to make an ongoing spider-verse thing mm-hmm. outside of spider-man um if they do it right which they won't more than likely because it oh, should right. be that that movie should be like a, a horror film mm-hmm. um but they're not going to because it's spider-man and everything has to be like family friendly in a way um, well, I mean, they're making the Venom film, and that's not going to be family friendly. So. Yeah, but I still don't trust that film. Like, I don't oh, know. Film clickbait. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> that's the name of it. It's called retweet. There, uh, the rumor. Uh, spoilers: A major Avengers four rumor may have been confirmed, and then they write: The rumor is that time has passed since Infinity War <laughs> is not confirmed. <laughs> That's awesome. Sophie Turner reveals what she knows about the X-Men Dark Phoenix reshoots that they're happening. (laughs) It's basically so you don't click on. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, The other Spider-Man-ish news I've been hearing is they started to release voice actors that are in the Spider-Man Edge of Spider-Verse or whatever. Oh, yeah. Nick Cage is going to be Nick Cage. Yeah, Nick Cage uh, is Spider-Man Noir. Spider-Man Noir. Yeah. And John Mulaney is Spider-Ham. And right. I am I immediately am like, I'm already done with this movie. Yeah. 
The my funny the funniest one I the funniest post I saw about it was I just want Nick Cage to voice all the Spider Men. That would be amazing. Di- no, and not even do different voices for any of them. No that... differentiation. Just Nick Cage. I would be way more invested <laughs> in this movie if that was the case. I was like that is that would be amazing. But yeah, even because uh, <clears throat> I reposted something the other day, like. No, what did it say? And I agreed with it. It's like no other character has suffered the character dilution that Spider-Man has. It's true. Because there's There's... now so many different versions and it seems like every other year they're doing one of these Spider-Verse things where they bring all the... Uh, it was fine when it was a one shot, but now it's gone to the lengths where it's now like it needs like I think it's on its third or fourth like story arc. Mm-hmm. Well, Spider Geddon. Even Spider Man Shattered Dimensions had a few versions of Spider Man, but it was a good game. Uh, it was a fun game anyway, and uh, just it's like okay. You need to, like, I like Spider-Man, but you're in danger of making, or not in danger of making the character. You've already overdone the character. Like, Yeah, because there was, it was, keep... it was cool to have Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man was such an interesting idea and a unique character. Mm-hmm. And now it's gotten to the point where it doesn't, like, now it doesn't matter if he dies or not. Because there's 3,000 others that they're like, oh, we can just replace him with this. It'll be fine. Like, it no longer becomes a sequential, like, live or die thing. It just becomes, oh, if Peter finally bites it again, we have someone to replace him besides Miles. Yeah. And I'm even okay with Miles. Like, I've gotten to the point where I like him, but it's like, oh. Miles and, yeah, between between most of the Spider-Man stuff, like, I'm fine with Miles. I'm fine with Peter. That's about it. In terms of, but then you have like all the symbiotes, which suffer from the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like beyond Venom and Carnage, maybe Anti Venom, but beyond that, like there's so many. Like I, I just stopped reading the new Venom arc because oh, it yeah. got to ridiculous levels of stupid, where mm-hmm. there is now a symbiote god named Kanal who turns into a giant symbiote bat dragon. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I was like, once I saw it, I'm like, nope. (laughs) That's taking things a little bit far. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) But since since we're still talking Spider-Man stuff, uh, rest in peace, Steve Ditko, the creator of Spider-Man, as well as Doctor Strange, the Creeper, Doctor Strange, Creeper, uh, the Question, Spider-Man, the Question, yeah. Yeah, man, he was so good. Well, I heard that like they like he was found dead, but he had been dead for like ten days before they found him. What? That's dude. The man was nine. Yeah, he was ninety. He's ninety. He shouldn't be alone that long when he's ninety. Yeah, it was so sad. Like what? I, I don't know if it's true or not, but most of the news sources I, I saw up. said that like yeah, they found him, but the oh, they found his body, but. It was only because someone complained about the smell in his apartment. Wow, Steve Dicko. And the weird thing is, like, uh, 
I'm not super on board with a lot of old-time comic art. Like, a lot of it, just because of the, the time with the, the four-color... Uh, Palette and stuff. It, it all it, Some of it ends up looking kind of, like, flat and weird. But all his art still looks really good. Like, I'm looking at a Doctor Strange panel right now that was drawn by him that's just amazing and out of this world and yeah the whole that whole scene at the end of dr strange where he's in the mm -hmm. the realm with dormammu that is straight up from a mm -hmm. from steve ditko's art and uh of course his original design for spider-man and that uh amazing fantasy number 15 cover with the original spider uh, it's just he's so good like he was wicked good artist and uh yeah, it's too bad. Um, let me see. I should. I, I got into looking at some of his art. Um, Steve Dicko. I don't see any. Of course, I guess I'd have to actually open some of these articles and try and read further into them. And I guess I don't want to take the time to do that while we're recording. I'll have to look and see about. You're probably right. It's probably true. I just, if that is true, that's pretty sad. Especially since, like I said, he was 90. What was he doing living by himself? Yeah. Where he wouldn't be found for like 10 whole days. So, huh. Yeah, that's too bad. And, yeah. Uh, he was one of the uh, last, because I, like, uh, there's no. Man, is the only one of, the, like, the really old guard left is. I think there's Stan one other. Lee? I think Stan Lee's the last one. Because Jack Kirby's gone, and... Huh, that's... Oof, I just made myself sad thinking about that. Well, let me bring you up with some... A little bit of fun stuff, I guess. I don't know. All it's right, really all right. fun. Uh, so, we talked about it last week. Because um, I did a bunch of reading and stuff. So, I read uh, the Batman issue 50 of The Wedding. Mm-hmm. And granted, I haven't been reading Batman up till this point. Right. But I wanted to pick it up because I was like, oh, why not? Um, if you don't want to be spoiled or somehow you're living under a rock and you still don't want to be, just I would say skip ahead five minutes-ish. Um, yeah, yeah. But I am going to spoil it. Uh, I'll give you a minute to for a little bit of time to pass. Okay, so basically the whole episode is revolving around the night of their wedding. They're going, yes. like, Batman's get, like, is kidnapping someone to be, like, the first man or, like, the witness. Uh, and Catwoman broke breaks someone out of, of Arkham to be her bridesmaid. And by the end of the comic in, in during the comic they are like writing letters to each other mm -hmm. uh like love letter kind of deal and at the end of the comic you realize they don't catwoman stands him up of they don't course. get of course i'm like okay that kind of seemed redundant and stupid but basically the whole thing was catwoman feels that if she marries bruce that she will kill batman cuz he'll finally be happy and have a life, and she doesn't want to do that. That is the main gist of it. Uh, and I'm like, kinda, well, yeah, I mean, I kind of yeah. knew it was going to come that way. <clears throat> I had an idea from... 
That's actually not necessarily how I thought it would end, honestly, because they built up the Joker's involvement so much. I was starting to think that there was perhaps a death of Selina Kyle coming. No, because she has her own comic now. Oh, that's right. Yep, there is a Catwoman title. You're yeah, right. it's already on for so, the first issue, so... Yeah, so... Yeah, the idea that they were gonna... And I actually came to the point where I was thinking it might turn out to be okay. Um, but it does, in the end, kind of... Like the logic they used, the end does kind of make... Is, I don't know, it's hard when you like a character to want them to continue to be a miserable person. <laughs> yeah. It's hard because, like, people hated the end of The Dark Knight... A lot, well, not people, but a lot of people hated <laughs> the end of The Dark Knight Rises because they're like, well, he just gives up being Batman to go off with Catwoman, and it's like, well... Yeah, that's, yeah, like, kind of the like, main arc, no matter what. Of, like, the whole point... Uh, is that you should want Bruce Wayne to be like, that's kind of why he's got sidekicks and stuff like the, because for a lot of people, they're like, Oh, well it's Batman's eternal war on crime and whatever, whatever. And it's like, well, that works pretty well for comic storytelling because comics never end. But the idea that, he would keep doing that in the movies never made a whole bunch of sense in terms of that especially that franchise so yeah i don't know i kind of eventually came around to the idea of well if they do get married like it'll be okay but uh i don't think they will so i'm i'm honestly not surprised that they didn't get married yeah so i guess he's now going to be an angrier uh batman from what i understand in well, yeah, he's going to be like a heartbroken, stood-up uh, jack-off. Ah, oh, he's going to be <laughs> Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man 3. No, that's not... No, yeah. that's not okay. You're going to get a dancing Batman. Oh, no. Uh, uh, at least maybe yeah. he can fight Swamp Ass. Oh, Swamp Ass. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Inside joke from our Twitter. Hang on. I better explain this so people know. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, was it you? First, It was wrote, me. <laughs> yeah, you wrote something about... I, I was at work for 10 minutes. I already have a serious ass, case of swamp ass. It was so hot in yeah. Los Angeles. And, and I mentioned, like, could we at least sell this off as a villain or hero for, like, like a comic? Like a knockoff of Swamp yeah. Thing. And then I was like... All right, well, here's his character arc. He was out walking through the swamp when a mysterious plant filled with toxic gas just spewed gas into his face, and he was cursed to forever have the sweatiest crack you've ever seen. And so the only way he can be defeated is to be pushed ass first into sand because otherwise he's going to turn around towards you and clench real hard and spray it at you. And unfortunately, we know Marvel and DC will never buy in this. So Image! No. Image might. Yeah, Image, yeah. Dark Horse, any of those yeah. guys. I don't know. Image, uh, I've been reading a bunch of Image books lately and they could totally pull up, which... um. I got really sad last week because I read I Hate Fairyland number 20 mm. and it's the last one. <gasps> Scotty no. Young's done. Oh, no. 
he has so many other projects he's working on that he like he finished it and I was just like and I was like I mean it's a good way to end it but I was like holy shit we're done okay that kind of seemed abrupt that's too bad I didn't know it was coming to an end well 20 issues in yeah well now Sky Young's like doing the new Deadpool series and like he like names like three or four other series besides Deadpool he's working on and I was like holy shit he's all over the damn place Mm. yeah yeah uh other fun other fun news uh avenger they just announced avengers infinity war uh you can get it digitally the end of this month oh my god i don't even think it's out of theaters yet no it's still in theaters oh my god it's getting crazy you know what it's fine i like being able to get things I like the quick turn. Some people don't. I like the quick turnaround. I don't have time or energy to go back to the movie theater. Yeah, I know. More I, t- to see. So it's like, okay. I partially want to buy it when it comes out on Blu-ray, but part of me wants to wait and see what the case, what the, um, if there's going to be like a collector's case for mm-hmm. all of them and then cry as I know it's going to take all my money to try and get it all. Like if you wanted to get more than one copy? No, no. Like uh, if the, you know how like Phase One has the oh, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. It, it, like something that it's like including all the phases so far. Even though Ant Man and the Wasp, I think, is still part of this phase. Mm-hmm. But and I yeah. think Captain Marvel is too. Shit, I'm gonna have to wait a while. Well, I'm buying it regardless. <laughs> oh boy. Captain Marvel comes out when next year? That can't be part like, of I guess it is part of the same phase. Huh. Yeah, I guess it, I think it is. Wow. Hmm. All right, cool. Which, uh, okay. So I did go see Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes, and you did. This is the this is the thing I always that always irks me with with Marvel, well, films in general, but mostly with superhero films. Not a lot of people will outright say what they really think it is. They just do a blanketed statement and say, the movie was fun. Mm -hmm. Everywhere. Everyone's like, it's a fun movie. Yeah, that's that's great. What else about it? (laughs) And I'm here to tell you, this movie's not great. Uh... (laughs) This is probably I would think I would much it like is tied with Thor uh, Thor um Dark World as for last. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's it's not I just decided this year like I've been going to see all these movies regardless and I'm like you know what? I'm not helping them make movies I want to see by going to movies I don't want to see. So I just I'm like I went in I went in going. with with well I like to go to the movies regardless because Movie Pass mm-hmm. makes it worth it and because of my schedule it totally works I can just go if I want to like shut my brain off on Friday night after I get out of work find the next showing and just go mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of deal but before I get into my complaints about this film. I'm going to give you the overall idea of what this movie's about. Yeah, it's yeah. At, it's after the events of Civil War. It's about two years after. Um, but before Infinity War. Right. 
and they in uh, Paul, Paul Scott Lang is under house arrest for the events of Civil War. Um, yes. and Janet and uh, Hank are on the run. Um, for what? For, for the last film, and oh no, from because the events of Civil War. Uh, not only did that endanger uh, Scott, but also they knew he was in league with Janet and Hank. Okay, like with I all the whole... barely remember Ant Man. So, <laughs> well, no, Ant, no, don't forget, don't worry about. It's not about Ant Man. Oh, okay. This is like this is like self-contained stuff that is happened that happened after Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're on the run. The whole premise of this film is. Janet and Hank are trying to bring back their mother. Uh, uh, not Janet, Hope. What am I saying? Yes, I keep hope saying and, Hope hope's and trying Hank. to bring back her mother. Hope and Hank, which is Janet, Hank's wife. Yeah, yes, Janet. who is Janet? So the whole base of the movie is they're trying to get her out of the quantum realm. That's it. Mm-hmm. That is the whole premise of this movie. Um, okay. Yeah. So. First of all, this movie felt very bland because, like I said about uh, falling, uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, this felt like this, they had no real idea what to do with it, and they just needed to find an excuse to get Ant-Man into Avengers, okay. the, next, the next Avengers. And so this is such a very bland... There's no stakes at all. Um, hmm. It just and like we talk about comedy, and it's not that I don't like comedy in these films. I love it when it's done in the right way and in the light, right light. Like Drax in Infinity War, funniest character probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like Guardians, it works. Thor Ragnarok, it sort of worked. Uh, I thought it was a little hammy for a little bit. This movie was like one big chuckle fest. Mostly focused. This is the first one. <laughs> yes, yeah, but this one even more so. Like uh. they realized that Michael Pena was a big asset to the first one. Like everyone loved him apparently. So they're like, we're Don't gonna steer. Why, yeah. <laughs> so they're like, we're gonna steer into that. And Mike, the like, Michael Pena had a lot more in this film as like a bumbling idiot. I hate it. Everything about his yep. character yep. is the worst. I can tell that from the trailers. That's why I was like, no, I know. <laughs> yeah. So, and then the trailers are actually kind of misled people because mm-hmm. they said, like, Michael Pena's like, yeah, something came out of the quantum realm uh, and is, like, wreaking havoc or whatever. And that's supposed to allude to Ghost. That, but it's not. It's not. Ghosts uh, was a daughter of famed... Uh, like probably the most famous quote unquote uh ant-man villains egghead uh mm. who tried to replicate the whole quant the uh, the tunnel to get into the quantum realm it blows up kills him and his wife but their daughter instead of dying gets like hit with part quantum particles so now she her body her atoms are basically splitting and coming back together so she's that's how she becomes a fa- she can phase, mm. but it's painful for her, like every right. time. 
So then she gets so she gets trained by Shield and used as a weapon, and then she gets broken out by for uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character, uh, mm-hmm. Bill or whatever. Um, uh, what was his name? And shit, Goliath in the comics, the first. Okay. And you realize he's a bad guy as well. But they're not really bad guys. Like, the gist of this movie is they're trying to open up a quantum realm to go and get Janet. Yeah. At the same time, Bill and Ghost are trying to take steal the quantum realm stuff from Hank and Hope and Scott just so they can hook it up to her. Ghost so they can fix her so she becomes a normal person because she doesn't want this kind of power anymore at mm. all. It's literally, she's just like, I just want to survive because I'll die in like a week. And Wow. Yeah. And literally, like, there's like, and it actually makes Hank and Jan and Hope look like dicks. Because they're like, because when they all get together, Bill's like, we need this because she's dying. And they're like, no, my wife is in there. Fuck you. Oh my God. <laughs> and then on top of all of this. There's a third villain, or I should say one villain, mm-hmm. um, Walter Goggins, plays yeah. this black arms dealer named Sonny Birch, who he's just the same character he plays in any movie, and mm-hmm. it, that that's it. That's all he does. He like steals like the quantum stuff for like a split second. There's a fight scene. That's pretty much it. This movie oh is very lame. I rolled my eyes way too many times, and I'm like, okay, there's no villain, real villain in this, mm-hmm. and it just feels hot. Like it just makes Hope and Hope and Hanks look like assholes because they can't wait five minutes to maybe help this poor girl and maybe help this poor girl like become a person again because they're afraid that their that Hanks' wife might get pulled apart if they use it on someone else. I'm like, it's not reflectively attached to her. Like, that makes no sense. Terrible. It's very terrible. Oh, and the movie ends, they go and get her. So, J- Michelle Pfeiffer, who, for her age, still looks damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, and somehow she has quantum realm powers. And sure. and, and, and well, heals she's ghosts. she's been there for so long. Yeah, so she comes not? out and she heals ghosts. Like, with her hands. Yeah. Yeah. The only... One, yeah, yeah. The only two things that I liked about this film, I actually liked the effects on it, like how they use the whole growing and shrieking stuff, like in the fight scenes, and how to make it like Ant Man and Wasp like relevant ish, was fine, totally cool. And then the after credits, the mid credit scene, uh, which is the tie in for event the next Avengers film. Um, which, if you don't want to know what it is, people, I'm about to spoil it, so, sorry. Um, they're in a van, and they're trying to go into the quantum, Scott is going into the quantum realm to get... And then Doc Brown shows up and says, Scott, we've got to go back! Scott, we've got to go back to the future! Yeah. It's about everybody! Yeah. We have to go right now. That would be yeah. now that's a movie I'd watch. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Yeah, so Scott goes into the quantum realm to get 
quote unquote healing uh, particles that they're gonna harvest to help ghosts in some uh, way uh-huh. i don't know so it's michelle it's it's janet hope and hank hanging out outside to bring back scott from the quantum realm using this quantum tunnel like so scott has no control mm. on this and then they um, all disappear yeah because he's in there and he does he does like the whole he gets me he's like okay guys i'm ready to come out no one's answering he's like okay okay very funny guys let me out and no answer and then it pans back to the outside where you see just dust of all three of them and scott is stuck in the quantum realm wow. um but the key thing about this is Janet says to Scott as he goes in there, beware and not get stuck in the time particles or you're going to get lost forever. And I'm like, motherfucker, Ant-Man's the one going back in time. That's not the person I want to fix everything. I know, but I'm confused how it's going to happen. Like... Because th- there's always those set photos of, like, everyone walking around with, like, little buttons on their gloves from yes. what looks like the first. And we were like, okay, so it's the time travel. And now that I was – now this, I'm like, oh, god damn it. They all have – they're all using pin particles. Hmm. So, yeah. There's your tie-in for the next Infinity War movie. Which huh. I'm still – I still think the movie's going to be fine. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, of course. But it's like it's not at all what I thought was gonna happen. But what about Hawkeye? He's he'll be he'll be we there. To, yeah, we need Hawkeye. Was Hawkeye? <laughs> How come Hawkeye isn't there? Guys, we need the Where's petition. Where's the worst Avenger? It's yes. not a boom boom. So yeah, yep. uh, I say to people like a lot of people give me a lot of crap about this, but yeah, Ant Man and the Wasp sucks. It's not yeah. a great movie. It divulged of any story. It's just there. It is just a random side story that there are no high stakes, and it just made everyone look like assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you have it. <clears throat> but if another uh, fun piece of news, I don't know if you saw this, but I guess Billy D. Williams is coming back for the next Star Wars film. Yeah, I was about to bring that up earlier. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Was, I'm pretty excited. Well, they're probably going to kill him, but... <laughs> More than likely, kill them all off. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh... Ooh, I almost... Yep, so he'll be back, and... Uh, and now, how much rage do you think will happen after this movie? Dude, I'm... Oh, my God. I'm so fucking fed up. Like, just... God damn it. Like, somebody... Just stop. Just don't get – we can't – we got to stop. The problem is they're getting so much attention now, all these people that hate The Last Jedi, that I think that the people that like The Last Jedi or even the people who were just reporting on the angry people about The Last Jedi are now just feeding these – they're feeding the trolls is what, you know, to – just they need everybody just needs to stop paying attention to them and make yeah because there's a lot yeah because there's a lot of stuff i keep seeing of like people reporting being like look at this loser and what he did to this ray figure and stuff like that i'm like well don't show it you're just giving it more you're giving more credence don't pay attention to that guy he's an idiot like time to like 
go ahead and say and the other thing i don't understand is like like you just talked about ant-man and how you didn't like it and we've already moved on you're yeah. not gonna spend hours and days and weeks and months of your life talking about hate i don't understand devoting that much time to talking about thing something you supposedly hate that much yeah like the only people that the only other people that devote that much time to talk about things they hate are gay bashers and people in the ku klux klan yeah who are like that's what it reminds it like nobody talks about things they hate that much like that's just not except apparently a lot of star wars communities except apparently a lot of people that hated the last jedi and then the other thing that I had, I was too young at the time to realize this. I didn't know it at the time. I only, uh, and then I heard something about it when I got older and then I kind of forgot about it. But then I, I got reminded of it the other day was Ahmed Best, the guy that played Jar Jar Binks. Oh yeah. Himself because people treated him so badly after he played Jar Jar. And look, Jar Jar Binks is a dumb character, but I'm not going to. Like, try and make Ahmed Best kill himself because of that? Like, yeah. Like, what the fuck? I don't get it. Oh, my God. It's, it's, man, it's out of control. Like, I don't. And then, like, the people that still, like, get on Twitter and are like, oh, man, release that Snyder Cut of Justice League. We're going to go to Hall H and scream, release oh, geez, the. Yeah. It's like nobody, not, not a single person representing dc on stage at hall h has any power whatsoever to do anything about releasing anything you're gonna interrupt their panel to scream at them about things they have no power over get I don't the get, fuck out I of don't here get it it's Makes at the point no now sense. where like it's gotten so bad and this made me so sad it's gotten so bad that two directors at least two that i know of have already come out and been like, we don't even want to direct these types of movies anymore. Like, this just doesn't see... Uh, Chris McQuarrie uh, said something Oh, about yeah. He, he said something about how it didn't seem fun to him anymore. Like, it used to seem fun, and, like, he really wanted to direct, like, a superhero movie or something, and now he doesn't. Yeah, I saw James, there was a thing where... I, I forget who else. Someone James else Mangle. posted... Yeah, yeah, James Mangle was like, it's because of the fans... Uh, that if you guys keep acting like this, you're actually pushing uh, people away from these kind of projects. He was He's like, basically, if you guys keep acting like this, only bad directors and committee are going to make these movies. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, and he's right. Like, it, nobody wants to have to like, oh, it's driving me crazy. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I want to talk about some things that I did this week that I actually enjoyed. Do it. Um, number one, I rewatched Thor Ragnarok because it's yes. on Netflix. I had a blast. It's it's only the second time I've seen it. Still just as good. I still have some of the minor problems with it I had before. Like, I still think the Korg character is slightly annoying. I yep. still think it I still think some of the jokes are kind of cringy. But overall, I still think it's one hell of a f- just fun movie which earlier we picked on people for saying fun but i have more to say about it than it's just fun uh i do think it really finally is the film that advanced the character of thor since the 
the first one kind of advanced him obviously because he started the the film as like jerk thor but then thor dark world and avengers and uh avengers 2 and uh whatever else he was in i guess those were the only one ragnarok really kind of advanced his character it uh you know, it, it brought some other fun characters into the world, like Valkyrie, and um, kind of advanced a lot of the Hulk stuff. Is really, I just I liked it, and I'm like, I'm glad that this is one of the uh, films that I can watch on uh, Netflix now. Yeah. And then the other thing is, this just happened last night. Uh, watch the first episode of Sharp Objects. I haven't watched that yet. It was really good. Was uh, it? I, yeah, I planned on watch. I planned on reading the. I thought I had the book. Uh, turns out I have another book by Gillian Flynn called Dark Places. Uh, for some reason, I thought I had Sharp Object because after I saw Gone Girl, I wanted to read some Gillian Flynn uh, because she wrote Gone Girl and I liked that. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna get one of her books. And I thought I had gotten Sharp Objects, but I didn't. I got Dark Places. Anyway, um, Amy Adams' character is uh, an alcoholic reporter from St. Louis, Missouri. She's already fabulous, but she's Amy Adams, so I expected that. Um, and it's told in there's a lot. The the basic plot is she goes home from St. Louis to this other small town in Missouri. I think it's called Wingate. Yeah, Wingate. That sounds right. Um, because there's a potential child serial killer there. Uh, and so she, her editor assigns, on, assigns her to report on it. She goes back. Uh, she hasn't talked to her mother or stepfather in a very long time. And we don't really know. Well, we, not that we don't really know. We don't know what the whole deal is there uh, we find out through flashbacks that she had a sister who died at a very young age and there's some other things that apparently her past is probably kind of dark like there's some weird stuff uh, the younger version of Amy Adams' character is actually played by uh, Sophie uh, uh, shit the girl that played Beverly Marsh in It Okay, I forget her real name. I can't name. think of the actress's name off the top of my head. Um, but there's like a part where she is in uh, like a river swimming and a whole bunch of boys run by. They were out hunting or something because she heard like a gunshot and then she saw them run by and one of them stops and like points a gun at her and then laughs and runs away. And then she gets out. It's, like I said, it's kind of weird because it's told kind of the story's disjointed. There's a lot of flashbacks going on. So uh, we don't really know why the adult character is Sophia Lillis. That's the name of the girl I was trying to think of. Um, but like there's a part where Amy Adams is remembering how she was riding home after she had that boy point the gun at her and she comes across this cabin in the woods and she goes in and there's like pieces of animal skins and like meat like bloody but then there's also like really hardcore porn tacked on the wall because it was 
like back in the time when there was still porn magazines so like there's pictures of like men and women in bondage having sex and then it cuts back to the present and she's masturbating and i don't know if like she was thinking about that and getting turned on or if that was just like a juxtapo like a weird juxtaposition choice i it, it it seems confusing but like when you watch it it's not as confusing but it does raise a lot of like what happened to this character like why is she an alcoholic why are her parents really weird um kind of thing going on plus it turns out spoiler alert that it looks like there really is a child serial killer because a second child turns up dead uh, after being missing the second child turns up dead so I'm really looking forward to watching the rest of this. I'm down with this. Yeah, it's good. Um, do you have the HBO? Do you have ways to watch HBO shows? Yeah, I got ways. Okay, cool. Because it's on there. You really should check out the first episode. Like I said, it's um, even though I don't quite know what's going on yet, uh, the performances were all really good. So I and plus now they've set up the mystery well enough that I'm really wanting to know a what this character's past is so there's two mysteries because you you want to figure out what happened in her life and you want to figure out about this uh, serial killer all right and probably i'm guessing the two things are connected somehow hmm. that's just a guess from the first episode but it seems like maybe they're connected somehow there's i can't really say why it's just a vibe i got all right yeah i'm down with this yep and Plus, and it's, ass. oh yeah, <laughs> sweet. I knew you'd like that part. <laughs> well, I just, I don't know. When it come, I love Blumhouse in general. Like some of their films, not as as uh, memorable and as good as the others. But I've been really enjoying like what they've been doing. Uh, oh, and so, the production on this, of course, it's HBO, so of course everything they so like the production value on it's fantastic. Like, but that's just something you kind of have come to expect from HBO. Yeah. So, yeah, and um, oh, and I finished reading some Flash. I was I was reading. Uh, I finally finished the new Fifty Two run of the Flash. This Huzzah! Week. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, I've just got to finish up the new 52 run of Green Arrow, and I can finally move on to Rebirth comics, start buying Rebirth stuff, because I haven't read any of the Rebirth comics yet. It's been so long since I've read, like, the beginning of the Rebirth stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I haven't even read that, so I'm like... And it's going to be a while before I get to buy any of that stuff, because I'm... I really am this time. I got my last thing that I ordered in the mail the other day. And I even really almost didn't order that except um, I was just on eBay and I was looking at the Zoom figures from the TV series. Because, yeah. uh, you know, and I, for the most part, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to buy any of these. They're all over $100 because it was a rare figure. They didn't make it very long. And then all of a sudden, there's one that's like 35 and I'm like, $35? This is a bid one, right? Like, the bid is low, and it's eventually going to go for like 150 bucks, right? Nope, buy it now, $35 free shipping. I'm like, this person either doesn't know that this is supposedly going for all this other money, or they don't care, so I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because otherwise, I was probably never going to have one because the prices were never going to be low, you know, below $100. So, I don't know. Like, I'm still... Um... I still want to buy more things, but until I get a better job, it's really hard. And mostly, it's not even toys now. It's more like I just want to get freaking, like, um, I've been getting really into Shout Factory and Arrow movies. And, mm-hmm. like, there's, like, this collector's edition of Creepshow that comes with, yep. like, a lithograph that's, like, 40 bucks. Oh, and I was like, cool. oh, I want it so bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, now that you mention that, I do remember seeing that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I had for, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's really cool. I want it so bad. Yep. And, um, yeah. And then it's I'm... But money. I really do. Like I said, I really do want to start. But it's going to be a bit. But I do like uh, that I'm finally getting slightly more caught up on comics. So, yeah, uh, like I, I don't know what comes out tomorrow, except for um, one particular like image book that looks interesting, which is a um, I think I forget what it's called, but it's basically like a farmer who uh, makes like body parts. And weird. it's really weird. And I'm like, this actually looks really interesting. Yeah. Oh, I watched, I've been, not that, um, not that this, but I've been, uh, slowly watching the most recent season of Supernatural and I didn't really care about the last two seasons of Supernatural. So I waffled back and forth on whether I would watch season 13, but I ended up by deciding I would give it a try. And I watched an episode the other day that I actually thought was really good. It was, um, one of Sam and Dean's friends calls and says, look, I know this isn't the kind of thing you normally do, but somebody has kidnapped my niece. And they go and the, the basically they find out that um, she's been kidnapped by like this serial killer and it goes through the whole thing. And the, the, the twist at the end basically turns out that this serial killer actually sells human body parts on the dark web to monsters to eat <laughs> and i oh, was like fun i was like now there is an interesting story like it's too bad now that they i mean not necessarily too bad that they did it on uh supernatural but almost to the point where i was like now there's something i would like to see fleshed out into like a bigger film <laughs> like yeah if you change it and i suppose you probably still could like just obviously maybe not sell it to monsters but like have a serial killer that because they would do it live like there'd be a live it was kind of creepy and disturbed like there'd be a live cam where this dude in his mask would have them chained up live on a live feed and people in the chat would start putting in their bids he'd say like how much for the right arm and they'd start bidding on the right arm and then go how much for you know uh, the liver and they'd start bidding on the liver <laughs> and I was like now that's a fun idea for a horror movie ah <laughs> uh, damn yeah. yeah so there was that too yeah that was kind of fun yeah and I guess uh, wow I guess I'm pretty much this, this episode might come up a little short but that's okay it's been uh, not much uh, 
as everybody listening already knows, this episode's late because I've been insane lately. <laughs> I gotta work. I gotta work. Uh, well, I probably gotta work another ten-hour day tomorrow. I work. Mm, actually, I didn't work that much overtime today. I only worked like a half hour of overtime today, which is how we even managed to be recording right now. <laughs> but man, it'd be nice if I could make money to like. I don't know. I like. I'm just been looking. Like I talked about it last week, and I don't. I still don't ha- know if it's actually happening or not. But the whole me going. Like I'm still waiting to hear about uh, San Diego Comic Con, which is what it's the end of this month, right? Mm-hmm. Feels like everyone's it's... like just talking about, or is it like next week? Well, let me look real quick. I think it's. Mm next week let me look up the dates real quick now everyone Today seems to be 10? like yeah i think yeah, everyone's it's like nine it's july 19th through the 22nd damn. okay it's, so that pretty much answers that yeah, i won't be able to thursday yeah wait yeah next thursday yeah so. it's that probably kind of answers i won't i probably more than likely won't be able to go sounds like it that's damn too bad man. well at least you uh well you got closer than well a you got closer than i did and B, you got the closest we've been in the entire time we've yeah. been next year. To go. Next year we will be there and we will have a booth, and it will be amazing. <laughs> I wish oh, it'll be just us at a booth and no one gives two shits. <laughs> that would be amazing. I would take it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, we'll probably need some stuff to talk about for next week. So feel free to hit mm-hmm. us up with interesting. Uh, like topics maybe stuff we forgot about or things that you kind of just want us to talk about yeah yeah for sure um hopefully this week i'm gonna get through a few more uh we'll see what ends up happening but i do we talked about the last jedi earlier this week i do want to try and get to my last jedi rewatch also, uh, real, let me check something else real quick. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Thursday. Uh, oh, boy. This is going to come down again to my work schedule. Motherfuck. At least by next week. Because uh, Thursday is actually going to be 10 years since I first got to see The Dark Knight. And uh, then the actual release date was July. It was uh, July 18th, I want to say, which will be 10 years since The Dark Knight. So I'm gonna try at some point, hopefully within the next few, within yeah, July 18th. Hopefully within the next eight days, I'm gonna have some time to sit down by myself and watch The Dark Knight, and maybe I'll record a little bonus episode kind of have your years. wife watch it with you <laughs> she might she would watch it with me uh, leanne doesn't hate action and superhero movies she might actually sit and watch it with me <clears throat> yeah that's not a bad idea i could do that too that's uh, gonna depend she's also her work if my if my work schedule is crazy hers is even crazier she didn't get she left home yesterday at like not that anybody cares about this at this point we're just recording bullshit but she left home yesterday at like five in the morning and didn't get home till eight o'clock at night so (laughs) my my chances of her watching a two and a half hour movie with me are very small (laughs) yeah yeah 
Alright, well, okay, everybody, so, uh, that's that part, and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, we'll be back in, hopefully, oh, God, I hope we can get an episode out on time next week, but at this point, I don't even know anymore. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, so, until then, bye, everybody. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at AtomicGeekdom. Thanks. Wow. Do you really think that... Oh, wow, they just... They really just vanish. Huh? Oh. That's rude. <laughs>